0: Growing the Game with Ballsy is a podcast dedicated to growing the game of football in Saskatchewan. Each week, Michael Ball will talk with brighter guests, but he'll also highlight amateur athletes, coaches, and builders in his province, growing the game we love. Now, here's Ballsy. And thanks to these great sponsors for making this podcast possible. Double Z Ag Sales in Weyburn. Give Corey Zatarosniak a call at 306-842-2406 for grain hauling, grain marketing, and crop insurance. Mark Greshner Photography. Check out his awesome work at markgreshner.com. Paul Waldo at Royal LePage in Regina getting the real estate game with the three-time Great Cup champ, 306 502 Our podcast comes to you from the Regina Sports Performance Center studios. Thanks to Aubrey and the gang out there for getting on board. Get to the next level. Join today at reginasports.ca. You can check them out on Broadway Avenue in Regina. Hammer Time Roofing in Saskatoon. Tired of your shingles blowing off? Call Hammer Time Roofing, Saskatoon's only certain five-star roofing contractor that is backed by a true manufacturer's warranty. Give them a call, 306 262 roof. AGT Foods, one of the largest suppliers of value-added pulses, staple foods, and food ingredients in the world. A great Saskatchewan success story. And of course, local football legend John Ryan, who is the rider-punter, the only Saskatchewan-born player to win a Super Bowl, and his Gear Up with John Ryan Foundation. Thanks to him. For getting on board. Time now to head out on the Hammer Time Roofing Hotline and speak with our Athlete of the Week for Paul Waldo over there at Royal LePage. If you want to get in the real estate game, give him a call, 306-502-5355. And I'm joined by our Athlete of the Week, Ryan Vincent, a grade 12 running back at Central Collegiate in Moose Jaw. How are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you? Good, buddy. I heard your articulates. Good. I heard your articulate so I'm looking forward to this chat. Now, Ryan, how tough has this year been on you so far?
1: Oh man, it has been really, really tough actually. you know, not having football. my outlet has been really difficult. Uh, it's my main sport. I've been doing it forever since I was five years old and not having it right in my grade 12 year is it really sucks. I'm not going to lie, and it has been tough. There, I can't think of any easy solution to get around this.
0: Yeah, so what have you done to get around with it? First off, first off I guess, Ryan, are you have you fought with depression through this? You know,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I, I have. Um, and there's really no real outlet to get out of it. I'm, I'm still struggling today, to be honest. Um, it's really hard getting a whole bunch of hope um, that the, the numbers are going to change and that we just need to stick through it and we just need to... You know, Wear our masks and push on, and then you get the new guidelines come out and nothing's changed, and it, it, it's really tough. And it's really hard to keep keep hope and keep faith and hope that we're going to get a chance to play when nothing seems to be changing. Mm-hmm. Um, the way I kind of handle that, I, I got a gym membership. I actually got a job at the gym because I lost my job through COVID as well. Um, kind of put myself in a situation where I can be athletic and, and be physical and kind of keep myself moving in hopes that we will get a chance to play, but yeah, it's, it's hard. Keeping a positive mindset with a lot of negativity coming around. Yeah,
0: see, that's what I've always been worried about. I mean, COVID's a real thing. Uh, in my opinion, sometimes I think it's overblown in some cases. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that to be anti anything. It's just my opinion. But what I worry about, and I've worried about since day one, is the mental ramifications on the other side. Not just for young people, but all people. But in spe- uh, you know specifically, I've been worried about the young kids, guys like you who didn't get to play their like your grade twelve. The whole grade 12 experience class you know dances everything class yep. uh football like that's a that's a lot of young kids yeah, yeah yeah well yeah. for sure absolutely my son missed out on grad uh, a traditional grad last year so there's a lot of uh, ramifications uh, far and wide so have you reached out to like any uh mental health professionals uh, besides working out who do you lean on to help you through this time
1: uh, my parents have been really supportive of me. They're looking out for me. They know that football has been my outlet and it's where I go. My coaches as well. I'm I'm very close with my head coach, and he knows that that I I struggle there with some some mental issues, and especially with COVID, it's it's a lot worse. But they're all there for me, and they're all supporting me, and and I'm doing the best I can to to keep myself hopeful and to keep myself positive mainly just the gym. I, I mean, there's not really anything yeah. else to do. There's no other, like, I can't lean on basketball because it's not just football that's canceled. It's sports in general. And what frustrates me the most about it is that I'm not someone who is really affected by it. You know, they, they say that it, it's it's the elderly and I'm nowhere near the elderly. I'm, I'm, I'm 18 years old. I'm in grade 12 just trying to play football. And, and I know that sounds selfish of me, but it's irritating you know when, yeah no when that's I feel a, like I'm losing it
0: that's an honest feeling buddy uh Ryan um so let's let's talk a little positivity here okay Desc- All right. describe yourself how big are you what kind of style do you play Ryan Vincent
1: uh, well I'm five nine five ten uh right now I'm actually close to 170. when I played in grade 11 I was 155 pounds so throughout this time off I've actually had a lot of time to put on some weight and get myself bigger faster stronger. Um, My play style, I'm really elusive. Um, That's what a lot of coaches and players have told me. I'm not the biggest guy on the field. I'm not the biggest, strongest, meanest guy. But it's hard to catch me, and that's what I've been told. That's not from a cocky standpoint. That's more so from a technical standpoint. Um, That's how I play. I I evade tackles and evade situations where – uh, I could get hurt, or where I could get you know pummeled by the bigger guys because I am smaller. Mm. But I'm typ- typically slippery. I believe is the That's word.
0: That's good. I like it. I like it. And some good words there, Ravade. You're uh you're a wordsmith. I love it, Ryan. So, um, yeah. how do you keep yourself on the radar, or get yourself on the radar for these teams? Because you mentioned something very interesting there. In grade 11, you were 155 pounds. That's the last tape you have. If you don't play in grade twelve, they don't get to see Ryan Vincent run at uh, you know as a you know as a five foot nine, one hundred and seventy, one hundred and seventy-five pound compact ball of hate. So how do you how do you how do you uh, translate that to get yourself on the radar since you didn't have a grade twelve year? Well, it's
1: it's hard. Twitter has really helped me out. I got a lot of following. I, I got a, a bigger following through coaches uh, across the province, whether it's U Sports or junior football started following me through my Twitter. The only problem is is that they see the statistics, but when they watch the film, they see something completely different than what the statistics are telling them. And I can update my statistics and my weight, but my actual game stats, the yards that I rush for, the touchdowns that I score, and the film itself won't change. That that won't get updated unless I get a chance to play. So
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. So how how's interest been so far? You said coaches are following you, but uh, have have any reached out to you like uh, you know where where are you in um, terms of interest level?
1: Right. The the Regina Thunder have, they've shown a, a pretty keen interest in me. Uh I spoke with the Camloops Broncos coach uh, briefly, but not really any offers on the table there. It's just the Regina Thunder, honestly. Yeah. And I I kind of I I set, bought a $200 cfc gold membership the canada football chat and they're really well known for for getting athletes out there but again they had all my information when i was in grade 11 so i just was hope hoping that maybe they'd send out that same information to to more people but i guess either everybody's seen it or it's just not getting out there
0: well you know we got still got some time and that's why we do a podcast like this for sure so uh ryan who's been your biggest influence so far in the game of football you've played it for a long time how long you been playing it for
1: uh this would have been my 14th season i've been playing since i was five years old.
0: okay so that's cool so you've come up through the football ranks who's been the biggest influence on you
1: you know I would have to say, uh, not to be generic, I'd have to say it's my parents because they were there the whole way through. You know, I've gone through a series of coaches. I've gone through a series of teammates, but my parents have been there all the way through. Um, my mom, she'll be yelling on the sidelines. I can hear, I played in Texas last February. Mm-hmm. I scored a couple of touchdowns. I swear I could hear her yelling from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Like She's <laughs> always there. She's always letting me know that, that, she knows I'm there, and, and uh, my dad as well, he he walks the sideline with us when we're on the field, so he gets a little bit closer, so he doesn't have to yell over the entire crowd like my mom yeah. does. Yeah, But yeah, they've been definitely my biggest supporters, um, my biggest fans for sure, and they push me and motivate me every single day to, to stay positive and, and hope that. I'll get another chance to play. So
0: I'm. Uh, I'm assuming you were with the SAS Selects program in uh, in Texas. There was Zelko Stefanovic out there in the Moose Jaw area. What's that? Yeah, pro- what's that? At- what's that program done for you?
1: Oh, oh a lot. Uh, it got me. Well, the Texas experience itself was crazy. I met a whole bunch of new coaches as well. They they bring coaches in from the CFL. They bring coaches in who are actual players playing in youth sports. So we kind of get the best of both worlds. We get to see what it's like from a professional standpoint, as well as where we're trying to be in that moment, you know, players go, they play for selects. They hope that they go and get to play university and we're being coached from guys who are actually in university passing on their first hand knowledge that, that they get while playing. So mm-hmm. that's really beneficial too. And it, and it kind of, Gets uh, gives me more insight on what I'm trying to get into with university and with junior football as well. So that's really helpful as well. So
0: would you like to do junior or would you like to do university? Like, what what, you know, what are your plans? You know
1: what? I have always been someone that said I was going to go straight to university, but these Regina Thunder coaches, man, they just convince you. They have a way mm-hmm. of getting to you, and that it sounds it is a good idea is playing two years one or two years of junior and then going to get my education afterwards because you know i could work i could still go to school but you're going to get a lot more playing time playing in junior and and i find that maybe i might even get more exposure too and i think that's that's kind of what they're leaning on me for.
0: Yeah, no, that's smart. And, you know, they got a good scholarship program there. It's not like junior back in the days when you had to go. When you were a working man, you you worked, and then you came and played football. Now you can go to university, play junior football, and I don't think that's a bad move at all. Get a chance to let your body develop. Who knows? You could go from 170 to 185. You never know what can happen in a in a year or so there. Now, is there is there, is there a player, Ryan, that you like to look up to, either, you know um, – in university ranks or in pro football that you kind of try to emulate your game after? Yeah, there's actually a few.
1: Uh, My older brother's been one of them um, throughout my whole life. He was always, um, he always worked hard at football and he's always been really talented and he loves it. And I love his passion for the game. And that wears off onto me. You know, there was a time there in my life where I didn't think football was for me. And he looked at me and he told me that I'd be an idiot if I gave it up. And I uh, I, I, that I found my passion through him and, and watching him and learning from him throughout the two years of high school where I got to play with him. Uh, it's C.J. Vincent. He's a receiver for the Regina Rams.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, C.J., that's cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And, and do you look up to any professional football players? I always, I, I always like to ask guys like you, and I guess where I'm going with this, are you a CFL fan, an NFL fan, just a football fan? What do you prefer?
1: You know what? I have one cFL player that I really look up to and I had one NFL player that I really looked up to the cFL players neil Hughes oh yeah the full, the retired fullback for the Saskatchewan rough Riders. yeah uh, I always looked up to him in as a blocking aspect I, I really liked how he was a key attribute to the Saskatchewan Rough riders but he wasn't the one carrying the ball too much you know he was a blocker as mm-hmm. a fullback and that really influenced me to to focus my attention more on the blocking aspect of playing running back than the running aspect of it. And I I respected him for that, especially Mm -hmm. the other one, the NFL player. I got to go with Barry Sanders. Oh Uh, yeah. One of those people, I think Barry Sanders is the greatest running back of all time. And I uh, can't look away from that. I got to watch his game, watch how he plays. I've seen about every single Barry Sanders highlight there is. I've tried to mimic it in my own game. I've envisioned it. I watch it before I go to bed on game day. I know that might sound ridiculous and cheesy, but it gets me pumped up and it motivates me. He motivates me. Uh, Walter Payton's another one. That's why I wear number 34 is Mm -hmm. Walter Payton.
0: That's cool. Uh, That's cool because you're a guy. uh, You've listed old school guys. You're how old are you? Uh, I'm 18. So you would never have watched Barry Sanders live or Walter Payton live. And, nope. you know, um, Barry Sanders didn't play with a fullback, whereas nope. Emmitt Smith did. And I like Emmitt Smith, too, but I agree with you. And what I liked about Barry and what I liked about Walter is when they scored a touchdown, they gave the ball to the ref. It was almost like, can you hold this? I'll be back here again. And
1: that's that's the one. That's If there's one takeaway that I've taken from watching those two guys' highlights and watching those two guys play... It's exactly that. That that I will never dance. You'll never see me dancing in an end zone because I just I respect it so much more. It's that cool, classy. I've been here before. I'm gonna do it again. I don't need to dance about it. Here's the ball, Mr. Referee. Let's get on with the game. Right. I love that attitude.
0: That's awesome, man. Lastly, I guess you're gonna be pretty excited if they can pull off a uh, some sort of uh, spring football season. I know they're talking about it in the Moose Jaw and surrounding area. If they can even get you grade twelves on the field to get you some extra tape.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm really excited, but there's the thing is we've been talking about uh, whether or not we're going to play for so long now that it's hard for me to get my hopes up as, as generous as it is. And as, as nice as it sounds to be able to play in the spring and as stoked as I am, I'm trying to be more cautious because I think throughout this, I've had a lot of ups and a lot of high hopes that have just been absolutely crushed mm-hmm. and I mean, this seems like the most hopeful opportunity now that we have so far. You know, the vaccines are coming out. We've got posters going out, podcasts like the one we're doing right now. It, mm-hmm. it seems legit. So I'm getting more and more fired up and I'm, I'm getting refueled for this chance that we're going to get to play football in our grade 12 season. It gets me stoked.
0: That's awesome. Okay, Ryan, where can they follow you? If any coaches or anybody's listening to this, and they want to know where they can follow you. Where, where can they hook up and see some of your highlights and some of your stuff?
1: Uh, you can follow my Instagram, that's at RyanVincent, R-O-A-N-V-I-N-C-E-N-T, no spaces, no underscores. Uh, Twitter, RyanVincent34, again, no spaces, no underscores. And Facebook is RyanVincent.
0: <laughs> well, man, it, you, you've been a great interview. You're a joy to talk to. Sounds like you got a great head on your shoulders. And uh, we'll see you on a football field somewhere, and I can't wait to see what you do. Thanks for this, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you. This has been Growing the Game with Balsy. If you have a football story you'd like to share to help us grow the game, email Michael Ball at mball at harvardbroadcasting.com. Balsy can be heard weekdays in Regina on 104.9 The Wolf Morning Show and during Saskatchewan Roughriders and U of Rams broadcasts on 620 CKRM.